Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. everyone, Jean Ginsberg here. Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. And I have a very special guest today, someone I've known actually for a very long time. I think we've known each other for like 12 years. We used to work together a very, very long time ago. I sat across from each other um, at the office. Um, Todd Bars, how's it going? Great, great. Thanks for having me on the show. Really excited to be here. Yes, I'm so it's so great. Yeah, you know, we've kind of been keeping in touch in the, you know, on and off for the last 12 years, but um, and you recently got promoted to the president of your or, of your division or organization. So I'd love to, voice, of course, hear about that. But before we get into that, tell us about your background. Give us sure. Give the context to the audiences. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, very quickly, uh, you know, my, my background actually is in engineering. That that's how I my my education and uh, I, I transitioned into the digital marketing world in the early two thousands, and then. Uh, moved through various places within that, that industry and, and ultimately uh, got into a little bit of startup world and a little bit of venture capital and then found my way into, uh, into the Legal Shield uh, ecosystem. So um, I started out at, at Legal Shield actually just running our Launch by Legal Shield product, which is our business formation service, uh, and then quickly expanded into taking over our entire direct to consumer division. So I've been running that now for about almost three years. Uh, we've doubled the business uh, every year since since uh, since I took over. So it's been a um, you know it's been a great track record. We have a, a great team here in Denver, and uh, uh, they've done an incredible amount of work um, you know to to get to that doubling of the business. So you know just it's it's been a huge growth story for us uh, in the digital space, and uh, you know very excited. We we definitely plan to keep doing that <laughs> over the That's next couple fantastic. of years. That's great. So for anybody who's not familiar, I'm pretty familiar with Legal Shield, I think, but for anybody who's not familiar with Legal Shield, can you describe the business and what you, you know, what you offer? Sure. Yeah. So actually, um, we have uh, two brands. We actually have Legal Shield and ID Shield. Um, I'll start with with Legal Shield first. So Legal Shield offers uh, legal plans, and basically, um, a, a legal plan is. Uh, a monthly plan. Uh, so instead of paying an attorney an hourly fee, you pay a monthly fee, and that includes a number of, of legal services, uh, and mo most notably um, unlimited consultation, because that's the most important part when it comes to if you have a legal issue, everything starts with a consultation. It doesn't matter what your legal issue is. And so the ability to talk to an attorney is one of the most powerful things that, that uh, people can have available to them. And so that, that's the primary feature of the plan. But uh, the plan actually covers a lot of other things as well. Um, traffic tickets is, is one of the most um, uh, popular services. Um, you know, it's a great way if you get a traffic ticket, you can you know, sign up and talk to an attorney and they, they help, help you with, with your traffic ticket. Um, we also cover lots of things like wills and estate plans, um, you know, simple things like name changes and the like. So there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of DIY kits out there and things that people can do. But the fact of the matter is, is that the legal arena is gray and mysterious and there's lots of gotchas and nuances. And so having an attorney by your side is, is such a key thing uh, in, in life and being able to 
uh, live more confidently uh, and having having that confidant alongside of you when, when questions arise. The other business that we have or other brand that we have is ID Shield, and that that is our ID theft and privacy management um, uh, brand. And uh, it's it's what it sounds like. I mean, we, we are a, a big player uh, within the ID theft space. So, you know, we, we go up against the big behemoths that, that everybody knows about. Um, and, you know, our, our thing is, is that we have these two brands, but they actually are very symbiotic in that uh, we when you are going through life, uh, you know, you have various legal problems. And, you know, for example, if your identity gets stolen, it's not just an identity theft problem. It actually is a legal problem as well, because if someone goes out and purchases uh, a house or a car or, you know, some other large purchase under your name or any purchase for that matter, you're legally liable until you can get it all figured out, right? So having a lawyer on your side uh, as part of that is, is super important. Uh, and so, um, we actually combine those services in, in various ways, even though they're separate brand names. So you know, those are kind of the two main uh, brands that we have. And then there are products within each of those brands. So I'll, I'll stop there, but that, that's <laughs> a very high level overview of, of the company. No, that's great. I, um, so just to, and just to make sure I understand, or I guess our audiences also understand, is that this is all primarily B2C, right? You are not working with businesses like contracts or anything related to you know, setting up an LLC, is it primarily just like for the consumer? Oh, so, well, so within Legal Shield, a uh, great question. Um, so within Legal Shield, uh, we actually have what we call multiple lines of businesses. And basically there are multiple products within. And so we, we have uh, personal products. So, you know, if you have like the, those issues I was just talking about, you, know, you want to talk to a lawyer, traffic ticket, you want to get a will done, uh, things like that. Um, we do have SMB services as well. And I, and I think that um, the SMB services, uh, while we're a leader in the industry on the personal side, I do think we offer probably the best business product out there when it comes to um, um, SMB needs. And, and basically, it's the most affordable way um, to, to get an attorney to be able to look at contracts, uh, be able to, again, consultation starts, you know, it starts everything. Um, and, and, you know, businesses, they have a legal need every day. Uh, whereas consumers, they technically do have a legal need every day, they may just not know it. Uh, and in a lot of cases, um, you know, being a, re a realist, um, you, you have legal issues every day on the consumer side, but you may choose to not go after them. It may not be worth it from an economics perspective, also from a time perspective, um, you know, depending on how severe it is. Um, but on the flip side, you know, a lot of people bury their head in the sand because they say, oh, well, it's too expensive to talk to a lawyer. And so uh, they don't deal with that issue. Well, the problem is not dealing with it. It can actually come around and be worse far down the road. Uh, and lawyers actually have less opportunity to help you. So um, the idea is, you know, we want people, we want to make lawyers more approachable, more accessible, and, and be more in the mainstream of people's lives. So, and again, that's both SMB and personal. Um, you know, SMB tends to be a little, uh, a little more, I'll say forthcoming. You know, if you're a business owner and you have a legal need, you're going to go find an attorney because you have a tend to have a lot more at stake uh, in terms yeah. of you got to get this done. You know, there's either legal ramifications for actually continuing to run your business, or there could be financial ramifications if you don't get it done uh, in various ways. So, um, so we do have SMB products, um, and then within the SMB category, we also do have a um, what is launched we call launched by Legal Shield, and that is our business formation service. So, if you want to start an LLC. Uh, if you want to start a C Corp, things like that, uh, we actually can do that. And I, uh, again, I may be a little biased here, but we offer the best product in the industry. And the reason why is that for the same prices that you would pay 
any other what I'll call a DIY solution where you fill out a form uh, that has, you know, sometimes they have intelligence, sometimes they don't, um, and just asking you questions. With us, you pay the same price, but you actually speak to an attorney. And that attorney, not only, they may tell you, you may say, hey, I want to form an LLC, and they'll ask you about your business. And they'll say, well, an LLC is actually not the right type of entity for you based on your personal situation and the type of business you want to form. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that people make uh, when, when forming a business is that they, they think it's an LLC because we, we, there's a lot of advertising. We've been trained to, uh, to go with that. And it's the most common entity for sure. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that everybody's different. And so should you form an LLC in Delaware or should you form a C Corp in California or, you know, a, um, uh, an LLC in, in Colorado, right? So um, an attorney will help you do that. And so the idea is a lot of these services that are out there, they don't tell you what you actually need. They just do the formation. So um, that's one of the huge value propositions that we bring. And that's what Legal Shield is all about, which is putting the attorney in front of the user to get that guidance that you need. Because again, it's a pretty complex world out there. And uh, while there's a lot of great DIY articles and we can be more informed, Ultimately, there's a lot of gotchas behind uh, the legal system, whether it's SMB uh, or, or personal. Right, absolutely. Uh, so it sounds like it's more like a personal touch versus just like, here is something to fill out for you, which obviously you get a lot more uh, you know, details, right? Like, I don't know if this is the right thing for me to do. I'm just filling it out because that's what you know the, the platform told me to do versus yep. like, sounds like you have an attorney who will be like, but wait, that's my, this might not be the best thing or... Um, yeah, and I think that's definitely valuable. I mean, which kind of leads me to my next question. Like, how would you say are you guys different from like a legal Zoom or a similar platform? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and it really comes down to the attorney. Uh, we put attorneys at the front of everything that we do. And so, um, you know, we're, we're not trying to use technology to replace attorneys. Rather, we're trying to use technology to make it more accessible uh, you know, getting access to an attorney and then using technology to make their job easier to serve our members much better, right? That, that's, that's what we're about. So that, that is a fundamental difference between us and pretty much the rest of the competition out there. We're not trying to eliminate attorneys, rather we're trying to make it easier to get to them. Right, so it sounds almost like you have a marketplace for attorneys. Um, it is a marketplace, I guess, on a technical level, but what, what we have is, so we have dedicated law firms, and, and this is the, probably another point to make here, where when you, when you become a member of Legal Shield, um, you actually have an entire law firm. Uh, it's not, you're not just hiring a lawyer. Uh, or, or even in, in the case of LegalZoom using technology. So um, the difference is, is that we have um, an established firms in every state uh, that we've contracted with. So they, we are not a law firm to be, to be clear, um, but we have uh, agreements in place with, with our provider attorneys and they are, they are dedicated to, to legal shield. And so um, that, that allows for a, a number of things. One, uh, we have a, a true partnership with, with many different law firms. They can refer out your work if they need to, so that you get the best attorney possible. So, you know, we're here in Colorado, and um, you know, we say that we've got an issue in California, we actually can get access to an attorney who's licensed in California and knows the California laws as opposed to, um, you know, well, I think this is what it is. I'll have to find some unknown person for you. Rather, this is all within our, our large network. And, and we have um, over a thousand attorneys 
just in our core network. And then we have a referral network as well. That's a part of Legal Shield, and, and that goes into the, I don't know if it's 10,000, but it's, it's, it's up there. It's, it's in the thousands um, and, and it's only going to grow. So um, you know, that, that's the biggest difference between us and, and, a, and a legal Zoom, for example. Right, right. And what do you think is the biggest challenge in the industry now? I mean, there's been a lot of changes. Um, the legal industry has been very antiquated. So what do you think is the biggest challenge and how are you guys solving that? Oh, gosh. Uh, fantastic question. And there's so much to this. I'll, I'll try to, a lot to unpack, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I will try to keep it, try to keep this simple. So for, first and foremost, um, and, and, and this is how Legal Shield was founded. Uh, you know, our, our founder, Harlan Stonecipher, uh, many, many years ago, uh, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but basically uh, he, he said, you know, look, uh, the, the, the motto of the justice system is equal access to justice, right? And the fact of the matter is that's just not true, right? Uh, it's as much justice as you can afford. Uh, so I'm paraphrasing basically what, what he has said for many, many decades. Um, and, you know, so that, that's fundamentally how we're founded, uh, what we were founded upon. And basically the idea here is, is that, um, you know, if, if, if you have a lot of money, you can afford an attorney for pretty much anything you need and they can help you get done whatever you need to within the legal system. Um, most of us are not that lucky. We don't have that kind of money. And so we are all about leveling the playing field um, you know, for, for the average Joe, if you will, and allowing them to, to deal with the legal issues that they, they encounter in their life. And, and again, we all have them, right? So we, we shouldn't live life um, in fear about, I don't know, I just got this debt collection letter, right? Like, what do I do? And the fact of the matter is like, here's a great example. People don't even realize that if you get a debt collection letter, first, never answer it right? Your first call should actually be to an attorney so they can advise you on what to do with this because paying a debt collector, uh, you're paying the collector. You're not actually paying the debtor who sold the debt off. And, and some people know this, a lot of people don't. And you get that letter and they either do one of two things. They either bury their head in the sand and just throw it away, which is also not a solution, or they'd make that mistake and contact them to try to negotiate things. And so there's also a whole host of rules in this example. Um, and I'm, I'm not an attorney, so I'm not giving any, uh, any legal advice here, but uh, um, there's a whole host of rules that these debt collection agencies have to follow. And if they don't have certain things in the letter on the envelope, or they do say certain things, it's completely invalid. Like it's considered harassment. Well, you don't know that as a citizen, you know, if you're, if you're not an attorney versed in this space, there's no way you could know that. So, you know, access is, is the biggest thing um, and, and getting people the, the knowledge that they need. Um, the other thing that I think is, is really a problem is the perception and the customer service of attorneys. Um, you know, attorneys are, uh, when you look at NPS scores uh, categorically, I think they rank just above uh, customer service for cable companies and telecom companies. So it's not very good uh, on the whole. Um, and so one of the, the things that, that uh, one of the big, biggest things that we offer uh, is customer service. Uh, you know, our attorneys are held to SLAs. They're held to customer service standards. Um, unlike if you just walked into an attorney uh, off the street and you know, the, the thing to keep in mind with most attorneys is that if you, if you, even if you're referred to an attorney by a friend, 
the first thing you have to remember is when you talk to an attorney from a consultation perspective, in most cases, they're giving you that consultation, whether it's paid or free, it really doesn't matter. That consult, it's not for you, it's for them. They're deciding whether or not they want to take on your case, so to speak, or the work that you need done. Whereas in Legal Shield, because of the, the nature of the agreements that we have with our attorneys, they, they're going to get paid either way by us, whether, whether you use the plan or not. So the point is, is that when they pick up the phone and talk to you, they're there to actually help you because they have no financial incentive to not take your work as much as they do to take it. And so that, that's a huge differentiator in terms of the rest of the legal industry and, and how we level the playing field and uh, trying to help solve uh, the, 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 as you pointed out, the antiquated system that, that we all live in. Those are kind of the key points. We certainly can talk about more, but um, you know, th those are the two biggest things that we're trying to solve within the, the industry. Absolutely. Those are important things to solve, right? Because it is so common that we, you know, I mean, I'm not very familiar with debt collectors. <laughs> I would have no clue what to do if that was the case for me. Um, yeah, I, I love that you guys are actually solving the challenges and solving problems. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I've had good experiences with attorneys on the business side of things. I can't say from, I have never had to do, I've never had a personal issue uh, that I've had to go to an attorney to. So I've had some good experiences, but I can totally see that you know, that some businesses or people might not have the best experience. So solving that issue and having good customer service, I mean, that's just the first thing in any business, right? Like you have good customer service, right? Yep. <laughs> not rocket science, but a lot of times, a lot of businesses just miss that, uh, well, miss that point. And there's an economics component to this, right? So whether personal or, or, or on the business side, um, if you think about it, so, so let me give you, I'll, I'll give you a real story, in fact. So, so my wife uh, had a gym membership and she had signed a contract and the contract ended, uh, I think it was six months after COVID started. And when COVID hit, the gyms around us shut down. Uh, right. She wasn't able to go to them. And it happened to be an outdoor gym. So they, they basically shut down the locations around us. But within her contract, it said, uh, if there's a gym location within 25 miles of your house, we don't have to let you out of this contract. Okay. Yeah. Now, she didn't read the fine print and it really didn't matter to her when she was signing it only because she's like, they have like hundreds of locations. Like there's always going to be something around and then, you know, it's a pretty reputable brand. And so I, you know, no one could see COVID coming. Right. But when COVID hit, like, this is a crazy thing, like 25 miles to drive to a gym. Right. And so she, she called and said, Hey, look, there's no locations by me. You know, I'd like to get out of this contract. I don't want to continue paying my, I think it was 30 bucks a month or something. It wasn't a very large monthly fee. Well, let's do the math, right? If there's six months left on the contract, that's $180. So we're talking about $180 legal issue, you know, that, that we're trying to deal with, right? Well, the average cost of an attorney, depending on what the area of law is, it's somewhere between 150 all the way up to 500 bucks an hour. Now, I don't think this would be a $500 an hour case, but you know, even if it's $150, let's say it took an hour, one hour of an attorney's time at 150 bucks. So I'm going to get 180, but spend 150 to do it, right? At some point, it, you know, not only is it a monetary economics decision, it's a time economics decision. Like how much time am I willing to put into this, right? right. And I got to find an attorney and, you know, talk to them and explain it. I mean, like there's a lot that goes into this, right? So this is my point. People have a legal issue every day, Right. But there's a practical aspect to that legal issue. Well, here's the thing. 
because my wife and I have legal shield. All we did was call the attorney. The attorney talked to us, got the, you know, got the information. It was like, oh yeah, we, we can help out with this. Right. And they wrote a letter stating the, the facts, right. About what, what was going on. And the fact of the matter is, is that the, the business, right. The, this gym company, right. They looked at it and was like, and they were basically like, well, okay, it's $180. It would cost them yeah. what pick a dollar hourly rate, right. To, to, to come back and, and, you know, deal with the attorney that we now had. Right. So now there's an economic decision on their end. Well, what happened? They, they let, they let her out of the contract. Right. right. And, and look, this isn't about, you know, creating a litigious society, right. That's not what we're about. Rather what this is, is it, it, it's about, I'm going to use a, a careful with this word, but like, it's about justice, right. It, it's doing the right thing. Right. And, and look, the sad part about this scenario is, is that now my wife is kind of mad about the, you know, at the company, she certainly isn't going to recommend it given the way that right. they, they, you know, treated her. Right. Whereas if they would have just let her out, she would have come back. Right. Or said, Hey, right. can we defer this for a few more months and, and work with you on that until, you know, the, um, until COVID passes that time or things open up. Right. Cause nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, all, all legit in terms of the way that they approached it, right? You know, they were all trying, you know, they were trying to save their, their business as well. So I can empathize with that, but that, this is a, a real scenario of why Legal Shield is so important for people because we make it economical to make things happen in life that, that are, you know, truly give you, the, you know, the, the fairness that, that really should exist in the world that doesn't right. oft, often exist, right. as small That's, as it may be. Yeah, it's true. A lot of people like won't just you know won't go for something like that because yeah it's going to be so time consuming and expensive, um, or yeah it, it totally makes sense that it would just, just people kind of just let it slide and like move on because it's a it would be a nightmare to get to get an attorney pay the attorney and it's you know this and that so I can totally understand that um, totally makes sense to have a platform like Legal Shield that will allow um, people to easily do something like this right like lot less friction than what a typical process would look like um yeah and so. and, and you know we, we've largely talked about the I, I call them reactive issues right like something happens to right. you in life and you need to react to it right um the other thing is that there's also a proactive component and most people uh, well i'll be careful with this most people are not proactive in their in their i'll call it legal hygiene right and, and so, you know, when people don't realize this, and, and I mean, look, I was the same way when, when, when my wife and I first had children, uh, we didn't think about an estate plan. I mean, one, we didn't have that many assets, but um, two, you know, you're, you weren't thinking about another human other than the two of us. And so all of a sudden, you know, as a parent, you know, and, and some parents are ahead of this, don't get me wrong, like it's not everybody, right? But some parents are ahead of this, but you, you go, wow, uh, okay, what happens if something happens to me, right? right? I have this human that can't take care of themselves, right? And there are all kinds of crazy stories out there where people, you know, most people know about like, well, hey, you should have a permanent guardian for your kid, right? And I'm just using this as an example. Um, most people pick up on that after they become a parent. But what they don't realize is, is and, and this is, sounds like a really morbid story, but like what, what happens if you and your spouse or you and your partner are, out on a date and your child, let's say your child's five, right? And, and you're out on a date and, uh, or just out doing something together and you're there with a babysitter 
and say your permanent guardian lives in another state, or maybe they live in the same state, but they're vacationing in China, right? And it's, you know, so it's going to take a few days for them to get back uh, from, from China, right? And what if you're tragically killed in a car accident? What happens to your, your five-year-old? The answer is they become property of the state temporarily until that permanent guardian can get to your child. And so this is a super scary story. And, 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 I'm, and I'm telling it for any parents who are listening, like you should be scared. Like this is something you should get done. Uh, and and it's, it's called temporary guardianship. And, and what that is, it's as simple as a notarized letter with names and phone numbers on it that basically tells the police when they come to your door, after, you know, after they sadly find you in the car, right, they would try to track down where your kid is, right, and they, they would knock on the door, and all they have to do is be able to see that letter, and the letter can say, hey, my next door neighbor can take care of my, my children until the permanent guardian can get there, right, and, and there are true stories out there, right, and the idea is, like, it would cost you, if you want an attorney to do this, it would probably cost you a couple hundred bucks, right, but with Legal Shield, you can get this all all handled as part of as part of your plan, right? And so, um, you know, there are details to to what I'm saying, right? And it's and not everything is, you know, I, I'm giving a very simple scenario here, right. but like that's a proactive thing that you can do, right? Getting a will is a proactive thing. Hey, we're buying a house. Well, have you ever thought about having an attorney review it? Like, what makes you think that a real estate agent knows what all that legal um, uh, copy is in, in that contract. They're pretty standard. Don't get me wrong. Right. But here's the thing. What if you can negotiate a better deal and it only costs you, you know, our, our, our price is $29.95 a month. Well, what if it only costs you, you know, the, the cost of a plan, right? So, right. so there, there's a proactive element to this as well. Um, and I think that that is the biggest area for, for us, uh, to, to get out there and get more awareness so that people understand like, Hey, there's a better way to do this stuff. And then an attorney can get involved in a lot of things and it's not inherently a bad thing, right? Like there's a right. negative connotation about attorneys, whether you're trying to defend yourself or even go after someone like no one really likes attorneys, right? For a whole, whole host of reasons, right? But the fact of the matter is we actually, we're, we're here to change that. Right. Yes, definitely attorneys have a bad reputation these days. <laughs> so uh, having a platform like yours where attorneys are the good guys might, might change how everyone views attorneys. Um, well, yeah, thanks for describing that. And then the, um, one of the last questions I wanted to ask is we were talking about, we were talking off, well, in the beginning, you mentioned how you guys were growing a lot and you, and then offline, you mentioned that, you know, you're going through a digital transformation. So tell us about, you know, your success stories with a digital transformation part of that process in the sense like of your growth uh, phase, you know, maybe if you could describe a little bit about your experience, that would be great. Yeah, uh, sure. Well, um, so the big, yes, we, we are definitely in the middle of a digital transformation. Um, we are, you know, replacing a lot of old technology and bringing out a lot of new features. Uh, and, and most notably, uh, we, we released a, a new mobile app um, I think it's been about two months now, um, and and I'm extremely proud of of that app that that the teams uh, released. It, it is, um, in my opinion, um, it is the it one. It's a unique app. Uh, no one does what we do uh, in a mobile app um, format, and basically that that mobile app is unique to the world in that uh, it lets you once you um, log in and sign up and become a member, uh, you can schedule. An appointment, a consult with an attorney, 
uh, you know, we do it very much like, you know, think of it like a service call, you know, if, if you had an HVAC issue, right, uh, you would, you'd say, hey, I want it on this date. And then they would say, yep, we can do that. And we can, we will contact you in a certain set of hours, right? And we're even working to get it down to an actual appointment where it's like, hey, you have a appointment with so-and-so attorney at one o'clock on this date. Um, and it allows you to upload photos as part of your your consult so you know if, if you had an issue you want to send a let you know hey this is the email i got this is the letter i got uh that type of thing so um the whole thing is going to be done in the mobile app we're going to be introducing um a ton of other features uh over the next couple of months and that that's just the the tip of the iceberg so there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's going on but um you know we will have the most accessible network of attorneys on the planet uh, if we don't already, uh, we certainly will as we continue to roll out um, the, these new features. Um, I'm very excited about um, the new websites that we're rolling out. So we, we have um, uh, the little bit of the backstory here is, you know, we had um, some pretty antiquated websites when I first started. Um, and we made the decision to not do a redesign. Rather, what we did was a technology replatform instead, uh, just to bring us up onto uh, some, some more updated technology, it made it easier for the teams to make changes. And so, um, you know, I, we, I won't say our website's winning any awards just quite yet, although there's going to be some pretty big changes here in the next couple of months. Um, but, you know, we, we spent a lot of time working on the things that really mattered to people, which was, hey, can we explain to you what a legal plan really is? Mo to most people, a legal plan is a foreign concept. If you haven't heard of it, uh, one, you really don't know what it is. And if you have heard of it, chances are you heard it as part of an employee benefits pitch uh, from an employer that you were working with. Um, th those are the primary ways that people know about us. So, um, you know, doing that, that work on these websites was super important to do a better job at, at explaining what this is and how powerful it is because it's, you know, we're, we're like Uber 10 or 15 years ago. I, I don't know, 15 years is too long for Uber, but um, you know, people, people can't wrap their heads around. They couldn't wrap their heads around. Wait, I'm going to use a phone and someone's going to drive up in their personal car to my house and pick me up and take me where I want to go. Like that was a foreign concept, right? And now it's just mainstream for, for most people. Um, even though we've been around for almost 50 years, uh, we, we sell a product that is largely a foreign concept. And so it takes a lot of time to educate people on what this is. And, and look, everybody knows how the legal industry works. It's pretty much hourly, right? Like that, that has been, a, I mean, it's been around for hundreds of years as to how attorneys charge. So we're fundamentally changing the way that that works and, and you know, more or less flipping the model on its head. Um, so not only are we um, growing from a you know, marketing and, and you know, technology and experience perspective, we're creating a category. Um, it's a category I would argue that that exists, you know, to a degree, but we are massively expanding a category um, that very few companies play in. Right, right. Well, that's great. I love hearing about that digital transformation. That's that's a language that I speak. Well, we both speak, right? Because we both came from the same place. So yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, I mean, it's it's an a 50 year old company that changes definitely have to be made right when it is um, a company that's been around for a long time. Um, awesome. Last question is I always ask this question. It's kind of a wild card is what is your prediction for the industry? And it could be specifically for your industry, or it could be self driving cars, terraforming Mars, robotics, you know, um, 
AI, whatever, whatever you want to talk about the top of mind. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, wow. Uh, a huge. You, you, you give me a, a blank canvas, Gene. I know. Well, um, I gave you some ideas, you know. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. I mean, I, we, we can talk about anything here. Um, well, look, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the legal industry, but I'll, sure. I'll, I'll make a few predictions uh, on the larger level. So, um, from a legal legal industry perspective and, and an ID theft and privacy management perspective, um, those two industries, they are going to grow massively. Um, the, the legal industry is slated to grow from about a $700 billion industry uh, to somewhere around, I think it's like one $1.15 billion in the next two years, or sorry, in the next 10 years. Um, within that that number i think that there's a lot of you know legal tech is a huge industry and and again most of it has to do with automation replacing attorneys um there's a lot of ai type stuff that's coming out where you know technology can read contracts and things like that and i think that that's super interesting uh i think that there's a lot of movement that will happen there but the fact matters is that you know the legal industry in and of itself it's still very much a human industry uh you know there's just so much reality to you know to what is what people are dealing with and so i think the industry is going to grow massively you know covid has done nothing but created more legal issues for people and look life is becoming more complicated there are more laws than ever um it's certainly not going to change um that that's the nature of, of an evolving and maturing society you know over weeks yeah. months decades There's definitely you know, going to be less laws <laughs> always more right. laws <laughs> yeah and and you know and, and the way to think about it is you know it, it's not even laws right it, it, it's understanding how to live within a system and know what your legal rights are right i mean like you know, living living in a world where hey if you get pulled over do you really know what your rights are because that law officer certainly does and most law officers i think that they're you know they're they're legitimate people they're they're good people right they're, they're trying to do their job in the best po uh, possible way um but you know unfortunately there are some bad actors out there. And so all the law officers, they know what your rights are, uh, but do you as a driver, right? And so it's things like that, right? And they change, right? It changes all the time. So I, I think the need for, for legal services um, and, and of course with COVID exacerbating technology and uh, adoption and things like that, um, uh, you know, our ID shield services, the, the ID and privacy management service, they're needed more now than ever. I mean, our lives are all, moving more and more online if they aren't already you know your data certainly is moving around you know we, we see headlines day after day about breaches and things like that and you know look i think a lot of us become immune to that over time you, you sort of like yeah it's you know it's another one it's another one right but it does add up and so um you know these industries are going to continue to grow by nature of the need is out there it's it's real uh for people i think on the broader level you know let, let's talk about um you know what what happens what happens uh in this era of covid and, and you know obviously we're dealing with the delta variant right now uh and, and what does that mean for for the world and the economy and, and technology and, that, and that's you know i'm no economist and that, that's a pretty broad broad topic i just talked about uh or, or topic to talk about but you know i think fundamentally we we make it a big deal that there's a lot of things we, we like to add complexity to things right and, and while it's certainly a highly complex issue, I don't mean to um, distill it down you know, so, so far that, that you know, oh, this would just be over uh, if we just did this. But you know, I, I think we're going to continue to see waves of variance over time. And, and you know, look, we're going to learn to live with it. it you know, I don't think this is going away 
anytime soon. Uh, and by that, I mean probably over the next few years. And we're going to continue to see aftershocks in the market. Um, you know, right now, you know, th there's a huge um, um, uh, logistics crunch right now, right? Sale, you know, supply chains are completely messed up. Uh, you know, they still, and they're going to continue to mess up because, you know, factories turn on and off by nature of, you know, is there a variant running through stuff? So I think you're going to see this. I think the aftershocks will continue to be less and less of an impact, but I think we're going to be in this for, for a while. Um, you know, sadly, I, you know, I think the, the rich have gotten richer, right? I mean, this has been a boon for anyone who has assets, uh, you know, coming out of this. And unfortunately, that, that widens the gap, right? I mean, I, I think a lot of people have probably read about that. But I do think that, that fundamentally, technology is going to, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying technology is everything, but I think technology is going to help really be an equalizer in a lot of ways for people. Um, you know, people are reinventing their careers right now. You know, the, the, you know, the great, the great migration, as I believe it's been called, you know, people are moving to, you know, small towns that, you know, never could support um, remote working and things like that. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of good that comes out of it. Um, it's a shock to the system. You know, a lot of people have paid the price, unfortunately, many in the ultimate price. But, um, you know, fundamentally, I think we all come out of this, um, you know, much stronger um, society and, you know, it's not easy. Well, you know, change is hard, right. But um, I think, uh, I think ultimately we come out with a, a much better society than, than where we were. And, and, you know, basically we were just set, we're all going, we're still going in the same direction. We're just on a slightly different, uh, more aggressive course towards that now. Um, so I'll, I'll leave, uh, leave everyone with, with that. Right. Oh, I love, I love having these conversations and really enjoyed um, talking about the future of the legal industry because it is, it has been, hasn't changed much in the last you know, couple hundred years, I would say, you know, yeah, kind of like accounting, it doesn't change much, um, but you guys are definitely have that, just the pivot to make the change in the industry. So I, I love that. Um, awesome. And last question is how can our audiences learn more about Legal Shield? Oh, well, so um, for best thing to do is, is go to LegalShield.com if you want to learn about ID Shield products, uh, IDShield.com. Uh, we also are uh, very active in the, the Canadian markets. So we have um, ID Shield and LegalShield.ca if, if, if you're in the um, lovely country of Canada. And um, yeah, that's the best way to learn about our products. We have um, videos to, to help explain more about how they work and you know, what's included for that price, uh, as well as you know, what's not included and, and you know, the other benefits that come with that if you have larger legal needs. Uh, and that, that is absolutely the best way to, way to uh, find out more about us. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Great to reconnect. It's been a while. And I love hearing you know, your story and just talk, hearing about Legal Shield and what you guys have been up to. So thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Gene. I really appreciate it. It's uh, been a real pleasure chatting with you and uh, always a, a humbling experience to, to get to do something like this. Yeah, absolutely.